From the minds of the suspicious, this is Conspiracy. We're back, friends. That's right. Conspiracy on the train yet once again. This is Emil Ahangazard. I'm very happy to be doing more podcasts here. Going to continue the conspiracy train here. If you haven't visited my site lately, I hope you will. I'm at conspiracy.podbean.com. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, I certainly hope you will because I'm planning on cranking one out every couple of weeks. Today's episode, all about the suspicious death of Warren G. Harding. Did he die of a heart attack, or was he in a poisoned relationship? Warren G. Harding, he was the 29th President of the United States. He served between 1921 and 1923. And in the summer of 1923, President Harding was visiting Vancouver when he became gravely ill. He was rushed to San Francisco and seemed to recover, but then on August 2nd, 1923, he suddenly died of a heart attack. The New York Times reported that Mrs. Harding was reading to the president when, utterly without warning, a slight shudder passed through his frame. He collapsed. A stroke of apoplexy was the cause of his death, according to the reports. Although initial newspaper accounts didn't mention it, The White House physician, one General Sawyer, was probably in the room as well when the president died. Now, Harding owed his political success to his ambitious wife, Florence, who was nicknamed the Duchess. But his marriage wasn't a happy one. He strayed often. During the 20s campaign, for example, the Republican National Committee paid a former lover of Harding's $20,000 for incriminating letters, paid her $2,000 a month for her silence, and then sent her to Europe to keep her away from reporters. Harding had a child by Nan Britton, who was a daughter of an Ohio friend. In fact, they had uh, regular trysts in a large White House closet. According to former Treasury agent Gaston Means, who worked for Mrs. Harding, the president's wife despised her husband for his affairs and his ingratitude. In his best-selling book about Harding's death, Means reported that when the president's wife found out Harding had fathered Britain's baby, she got hysterical and vowed revenge. He actually quotes her as saying, I made him, I made him president. She apparently raved on and on about how she was the one behind his greatness. When she confronted her husband, there was a uh, nasty scene. He roared that uh, he'd never loved her, was sick of the whole presidential charade, and wanted to live with Britain and his child. To everyone's surprise, Mrs. Harding refused to allow either an autopsy or a death mask after Harding's death. The New York World reported there will be no death mask made of President Harding. Although it's the usual custom when a chief executive dies to have a mask made that his features may be preserved for posterity. Now here's where it gets juicier. About a year later, while the president's widow the Duchess, was visiting General Sawyer, the former White House physician unexpectedly died in his sleep. 
Now, according to the account of the New York Times, General Sawyer's death was almost identical with the manner of death of the late Warren G. Harding when General Sawyer was with the president in San Francisco. Mrs. Harding was at White Oaks Farm, which was Sawyer's home, when General Sawyer was found dead. Did you catch that last part? She was there when Harding died. She was there when Sawyer died. Members of Sawyer's family had no intimation of the seriousness of the general's condition up to the moment that he expired. So what it comes down to, friends, two possible conclusions. The first, Harding really did have a heart attack. His administration was riddled with scandals. Uh, People were calling for his impeachment left and right. The president, who'd previously had five nervous breakdowns, was said to be quite despondent. He apparently succumbed to the stress. It's not so hard to believe. On the other hand, Harding may have been poisoned by his wife. If Harding was really ready to give up his political career and marriage, then the Duchess may have poisoned him either to avoid disgrace or to exact revenge. She may have first tried in Vancouver. When Harding didn't die, the attempt was dismissed as food poisoning, and then five days later, in San Francisco, she succeeded. Now keep in mind, refusing a death mask and an autopsy is consistent with this particular scenario, because poison victims sometimes die with horrible grimaces. Also, Sawyer's death is either a remarkable coincidence or proof of Mrs. Harding's guilt. Even if he wasn't involved in killing the president, as a physician, Sawyer may have guessed what had happened and helped to cover it up, and then Mrs. Harding could have poisoned him to keep her secret safe. That's going to do it for this episode. I'd love your feedback. Direct your browser to conspiracy.podbean.com and send me an email or leave a comment about this episode. Also, I'd love to learn what conspiracies you're interested in. Send me a shout and break it down for me. Who knows? Maybe I'll take you up on your suggestion. I'm at conspiracy.podbean.com or on iTunes under Conspiracy. This is Emil Ahangaza there reminding you to keep your head about you while all else are losing theirs. Music